With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge Miss Cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all, your kid's Halloween candy, and it's April. If it's not tasty cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty cake. Except no substitute. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard.com senior editor, Katie Atkinson. Hello, Katie. Hi, Keith. How was your weekend? It was good. How about yourself? Good. Went yeah? To, went to Disneyland. Oh, a little Disney. Little little Disney. <laughs> can't I, I, I can't help myself. I could go there all the time. <laughs> Though I think if I went there all the time, you might get a little bit old. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, the Billboard Pop Shop podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we have a bevy of Coachella-related news about Lady Gaga, Kendrick Lamar, and Lord. And we've got chart updates about Harry Styles, The Chainsmokers, and Pentatonix. Plus, this week on the show, we've got an interview with Sean Mendez. We caught up with Sean recently to talk about his Illuminate World Tour, which launches April 27th. Life on the Road, the chances of seeing a hologram Sean <laughs> on stage, you never know. Uh, new music and more. So stay tuned for our chat with Sean a little bit later in the show. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions, you can always tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Speaking of more podcasts from Billboard, hey there. Uh, the Pop Shop family is growing, and now we've got two new weekly shows in our Pop Shop feed in addition to the main Pop Shop podcast. If you subscribe to the Pop Shop, you'll get not just the Pop Shop podcast, but also Must Hear Music, a show dedicated to reviewing the newest tunes, as well as Coming Around Again, a retro show that celebrates important anniversaries in music, which you might have heard just last week. Yeah, yeah. We uh, uh, Andrew Unterberger uh, hosts... Uh, 
the Coming Around Again uh, show, which is all about anniversaries. And uh, Joe Lynch kind of qu- quarterbacks the Must Hear Music podcast. And actually, if you've been subscribing to the Pop Shop podcast on iTunes, you've already been hearing some Must Hear Music. Sure. It's like, Shh, it's no secret. You may have already had some of these in your Pop Shop feed. <laughs> um, but we just thought we'd try to explain to you what's been happening with the Pop Shop and how our kind of a podcast family is growing so many choices so many choices so many so many things to download so many billboard voices to listen to mm-hmm. um well let's run the billboard chart numbers and do the chart chat here are three of the biggest headlines on the charts number one harry styles makes a stylish entrance oh, <laughs> on the billboard hot 100 at number four with his debut single sign of the times number two Pentatonix scores its seventh top 10 album on the Billboard 200 chart with PTX Volume 4, The Classics, and they've notched all seven of those top 10s in just three and a half years. And number three, the Chainsmokers earn their first number one album on the Billboard 200 chart as Memories Do Not Open bows atop the tally. Okay, let's break down each of these individually. First up, Harry Styles' debut single, Sign of the Times, enters at number four on the Hot 100. That's the highest debut for an artist's first single since, wait for it, Styles' former One Direction bandmate Zane when Zane's Pillow Talk opened at number one last February. Sign of the Times also arrives at number one on the digital song sales chart with 142,000 downloads sold in the week ending April 13th, according to Nielsen Music. It also bows at number 18 on the streaming songs chart with 16.5 million streams and sports 23 million airplay impressions in the week ending April 16th. Uh, Katie, did you see Harry perform Sign of the Times on Saturday Night Live last weekend? I did. Uh, What did you think of the performance and the second song he did ever since New York? And while we're at it, uh, what'd you think of his Mick Jagger impersonation? Okay, the whole kit and caboodle. Just all all things Harry. What'd you think? I thought his performances were really great. Um, You know, it seemed like... He was very comfortable being the center of attention mm. in everything, which, you know, Zane never felt that way when he first came out and maybe still even doesn't. He'd yeah. be the first to admit it to you probably. But uh, Harry really commanded the stage and the band and um, his second, the new song, Ever Since New York, has these really lovely harmonies with his bandmates. Every every member of the band contributed to the harmonies, very like... Crosby, Stills, and Nash, like, wow. Um, Harry Styles probably love it that you compared him to Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> well, he's, I mean, he's definitely going for a classic rock vibe, which I'm completely here for. And and he, I thought he completely nailed it and felt very loose in his performance as well. Um, you know, there were a couple high notes that maybe he was like really gunning for, and then maybe kind of pulled back and decided maybe I shouldn't go for that high note right <laughs> now. Um, but it was like all very just like loose and comfortable, you yeah. know. So I'm. I'm really excited to hear more new music from it. And as far as his impression goes, um, so he appeared in a couple of skits, actually, in addition to also popping up during uh, Jimmy Fallon, the host's uh, opening number. And um, the most notable one being his Mick Jagger impression from the the Time Travel Family Feud skit, mm-hmm. which you also watched. Yes, I did. Um, it's, you know, it's very over the top. Like, he never really stopped doing, like, moving around. The same and sort of mo- <laughs> Doing the movements. facial, you know, everything. But I thought it was super fun. And I like when the music stars who do skits, like, just go for it. Yeah. And, like, are down to just be 
goofy and embarrassed themselves a little bit, which yeah. maybe it was a slightly embarrassing impression, but I also really enjoyed it. You know, they're, they're, you're, you're in good hands when you go on SNL because usually they're going to take care of you and make sure that you put your best put, best foot forward and that whatever the art the music artist participates in is going to be something that is of hopefully the caliber of SNL. Yeah. You know, like they're not going to try to embarrass you. Um, well, I figured Jimmy probably gave him some pointers since Jimmy always yes. does a Mick impression as well. And also a lot of people have compared uh, young Mick Jagger to a young Harry Styles. There previously. was a fun little joke about, you know, going solo. Like, why would you ever go solo From when you're in a successful band? band? So, mm, well, I love the whole thing. Well, uh, meanwhile, uh, still on the Hot 100, Ed Sheeran's Shape of You spins an incredible 12th week at number one. Notably, in the last eight months, we've had only five number ones on the Hot 100 chart. Not enough. I want more, Keith. Me too, kind of. <laughs> um, Shape of You, The Chainsmokers Closer, which has uh, also had 12 weeks at number one. Migos is Bad and Bougie, The Weeknd's Starboy, and Ray Schremert's Black Beatles. So... Will we get a new number one soon? I don't know. Only only, only the charts now. Only music buyers know. Only music buyers know. <laughs> Actually, they don't even know. They don't know. <laughs> um, up next, Pentatonix earns its seventh top ten album on the Billboard 200 chart with PTX Volume 4, The Classics, as the EP debuts at number four. Amazingly, the acapella quintet has racked up all seven of their top tens in less than three and a half years. Katie, can you take a guess as to who else has earned as many top tens in that span of time, starting from the first week that Pentatonix had their first top tens? So that was November 23rd, 2013, through the present. Their first top ten, by the way, was PTX Volume 2. So in that three-and-a-half-year span of time-ish, who else has had seven top ten albums? Is it a solo artist? Is there, it a There are two other acts that have had seven top tens. One is a solo artist, one is a group. Um, I could just tell you. Well, I was gonna guess Katy Perry and I was gonna guess Rihanna. Have they had seven the albums in three years? Oh, albums. I was totally going Sorry. on singles. Sorry, I said that in such a bitchy way. So I have they had no. seven albums. No, that's totally fair. So think like wow, who in the who world could has have... had that many albums? Yeah, see, it's it, 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 it's probably better if I just tell you. Future, close. Future's he, had six. He has a lot of albums. Um, I'll tell you. Okay. So the Kids Bop Kids. Oh, I wasn't getting there. Yeah, it was that. That's kind of a weird. I thought one. maybe Glee. I was thinking if they put out like editions. A little of... bit too late for yeah, Glee yeah, at yeah. this point. Um, so yeah, Kids Bop Kids have had uh, seven in that time frame, and Prince. Oh, though. Um, Two of the top tens that Prince had in that span of time were actually albums that were already top ten and then came back to the when top ten after he died. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that just sort of goes to show you just how popular Pentatonix has yeah. been, um, which is kind Especially of— Especially as an album group. It, well, yeah, as, truly as an album group, and uh, they've also sold a heck of a lot of albums, too. Um, anyway— Finally, The Chainsmokers' first full-length album, Memories Do Not Open, debuts at number one on the Billboard 200 chart, giving the dance duo its first number one. Uh, they previously charted with two separate EPs over the past like year and a half. Um, it earned, the new album, earned 221,000 equivalent album units in the week ending April 13th, of which... 166,000 were in traditional album sales. It's the first dance album to lead the Billboard 200 since way back on November 30th, 2013, when Lady Gaga's Art Pop 
debuted at number one and spent one week atop the list. Speaking of duos, Katie, can you name the last duo, uh, since the Chainsmokers are a duo? So much quiz Katie in this episode. Yeah, but it's fun. (laughs) Uh, Can you name the last duo that regularly records together to hit number one on the Billboard 200 chart? And that was worded very specifically in order to back out Drake and Future's What a Time to Be Alive, because they're not really a duo. They just recorded together. So. It's not a whole lot of duos, really, that are super popular. Can I get, like, a genre, maybe? Sure. Rock. Okay. And it was um, in 2015. I'll give you another hint. Well, so that's too early for 21 Pilots. Nope. It was 21 Yay! Pilots. Yay! face. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. On June 6, 2015, so nearly two years ago was the last time we had a duo at number one. I redeemed myself in the last quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing before we move on to some music news from Katie, Kendrick Lamar's damn album uh, is headed for a number one debut next week on the Billboard 200. Industry forecasters suggest the set, which was released on April 14th, could earn perhaps 475,000 equivalent album units in the week ending April 20th. If the album bows at number one, it will mark Lamar's third straight chart topper in a row on the Billboard 200. Well, speaking of Kendrick, uh, let's hit three of the uh, top music news headlines over on Billboard.com. And why don't we make it an all Coachella edition? Sure. Um, starting with Kendrick. First, uh, uh, he ended the Coachella weekend on a damn high note. Hey-o. How are we both going to make damn puns? Damn. <laughs> with the live debut of nine songs from that album Keith just mentioned, uh, released only three days before the festival, uh, including lead single Humble and Show Closer Love, which... As our Billboard.com article indicates, he said he wasn't going to come back out on stage. People started filing away to the parking lot, and then he proceeded to come back out on stage and perform love. People so he sh- tricked people. People shouldn't have left. Don't listen. Don't listen. Um, he also surprised the crowd with a special presentation of The Damn Legend of Kung Fu Kenny, a three-part short film designed like an old-school kung fu flick, complete with subtitles, that featured the rapper as his alter ego, Kung Fu Kenny, on a mission to find the glow what's the glow do we know <laughs> i don't know until i see this short film i won't okay. know what the glow is all right hopefully he found it at coachella all right uh on to uh miss lady gaga who was up on saturday as the headliner she made her coachella debut filling in for absent headliner beyonce and only acknowledging that swap out by performing both parts of their telephone collaboration oh, she didn't mention anything about you know sorry beyonce couldn't be here she did not wow uh, the big stunner in her set was the debut of a brand new song called The Cure, which was released following her performance. Uh, the chorus goes, if I can find the cure, I'll fix you with my love. Hmm. Uh, and she told the crowd afterward that she's already back in the studio, despite just releasing latest album Joanne in the fall. Also in Gaga News, the pop star will film scenes for her lead role in the upcoming Bradley Cooper-directed remake of A Star is Born on the Coachella grounds this week. Really? In between the two weekends of Coachella? Mm -hmm. It'll be uh, Tuesday when our show comes out, and Wednesday. Uh, She'll be putting on performances as her character in the movie, and anyone who attends the performance is an extra. And actually, you're paying to be an extra because it's a $10 show. Um, and you get a little bonus, you know, Lady Gaga show. And all the proceeds from that are going to go to her Born This Way Foundation. Wow. That's cool. So, pretty cool. So, if you hung out in Indio after Sunday, uh, pretty cool opportunity. Suddenly, you feel like there's a whole desert full of little monsters running <laughs> exactly. around. Just, like, clamoring to get into this $10 show from Lady Gaga. <laughs> or maybe you're just going to turn the car back around from L.A. and go straight back. Yeah. 
Uh, and finally, Lord broke out three new songs during Coachella weekend, starting with the song Sober, which she first played at a tiny pre-festival concert at a saloon just outside Indio called Pappy and Harriet's. Now, is it really called a saloon or is it just a it's bar? It's a straight up saloon. And oh. actually, I, I didn't go to this specific one. I went to a different one in Joshua Tree. There are saloons out there. It is, it's the West. It's the desert. It's the wild, wild West. <laughs> and um, she announced that show on Friday on Twitter. And she had told people Thursday that they should, like, look out for her Twitter at 5 p.m. on Friday. Sure enough, she said, "Pay." it's like 20 bucks. It was 20 bucks to go to this tiny show. We had a lucky freelancer in there. Uh, so go check out her oh, recap wow. of that. Um, so Lord played the same song again Sunday, along with two other new songs, Homemade Dynamite, and the title track from her upcoming album, Melodrama, which is due June 16th. Uh, so far, Green Light and Liability have been officially released from Lord's so- sophomore album. Wow. Um, <clears throat> a lot of new music and a lot of new pop music at Coachella. I wonder if there will be much difference between the first weekend at Coachella and the second weekend. Maybe Lord and Gaga will break out more new songs. Maybe. I mean, especially Lord has plenty to choose from. I wonder if Lady Gaga's The Cure is like a proper single. Are they going to go to radio with it? I think they it's actually poppy I think as they, hell. I think they sent it to radio for airplay. I'm sort of surprised because I thought if she was going to debut a new song, it would be more in the Coachella vein, more rocky, which she obviously is super capable of, or you know, indie or something. But she went for a full on like pop dance song. Maybe she felt like after you know a million reasons, which is still working at radio, by yeah. the way. Maybe that she was just like, let me give something dancey to the back crowd. to dance. Yeah, I don't know. And now it's time for our guest interview with Sean Mendez. Our friend of the podcast pal, Sean Mendez, returned to the show for a third time, this time to chat about his Illuminate World Tour, which kicks off April 27th in Glasgow. We asked Sean about life on the road, what he does in his downtime, what his tour bus is like, and even how he'll have his own recording studio slash bus with him so he can record when the mood strikes him. Speaking of new music, Sean's brand new single, There's Nothing Holding Me Back, was just announced today. And in our interview, since it was recorded a little while ago, Sean actually talks about the single, I think, uh, but in a very teasy, oblique way. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about <laughs> when you listen. Um, since he obviously couldn't spill the beans on what was happening with the song that you're about to hear about, sort of, in this <laughs> interview. Anyway. Take a listen to our chat with Sean Mendes. All I got, I'm saying, baby, please have mercy on me. Take Welcome. Thank you. Back. Thanks. To the Billboard Crop Shop Podcast. <laughs> thank hey. you. Um, thank you for doing this. Of course. Uh, we are at an undisclosed location. Very cool location, by the way. We are backstage cool somewhere. Items. Yeah. It's actually a really messy room. Yeah, it's <laughs> let's be truthful it's about like a this. Tornado came in here. It does. Uh, the tour is going to start very soon. Yeah. The Illuminate World Tour. You're illuminating the world. I hope so. Um, it starts uh, April 27th in Glasgow. Yeah. And which is an awesome place to start. I've never played there before. You, you have a very busy lineup. I'm just going to read this off for people that are listening. Um, hits North America on July 8th in Vancouver um, and then continues through August 23rd in Boston. Um, is there any chance of adding more dates to the tour, or is that too far yeah, off? Yeah, to totally. Okay. I'm, I'm sure that we will. You know, we're kind of just <clears throat> w- like trying to plan everything so that there's time to make music too. Right. Yeah. Because you're recording on the road. The yeah, entire I'll time. be writing and recording a lot on the road, and yeah, I want to make sure that I have a good amount of time to create. You know, the next album. Um, Charlie Puth is your opening act. Yeah, I call him 
whenever we refer to him in the office, I usually say Pooth. Yeah, Pooth. Yeah, no, I call I, him Pooth too. I don't know. Well, I don't know why that is. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you, you feel like you kind of have to. It's weird. He's been on the podcast before, and uh, this was like right as See You Again was like huge. Sure. And he was he hung out for like 40 minutes. Right. And he has a tendency when you talk to him, you end up, you start here, and then you end up like way over there because he just starts like rambling and <laughs> well, chatting. He has, yeah, he's a little bit HD, and so yeah. he does it to you in person too, but it's awesome. Yeah, no, it's cool. And that's, uh, you're friends with him, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We've been pretty good friends. We met a couple of years ago, and so I'm, I'm excited because not only is he an incredible act adding a lot of worth to the tour, but um, he's also just a good guy to hang yeah. out with, and it's going to be fun. Um, does this mean that you guys will be like singing together on stage maybe? Yeah, oh, totally. I'm sure we'll come up with a bunch of cool stuff to do. Have you performed with him on stage before? I'm, I'm not that, no, I have never. I, I will not fact check that later. No, so. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we have never. <laughs> Turns out, in fact, last week. Yeah, in fact, it was like one week ago. One week ago, <laughs> you performed an entire show yeah, with sh- him. Not that's the artist memory. Um, maybe we can get you to do See You Again. That would be amazing. That would I'd, be. I would to- I'm sure we'll, we'll do some stuff every night. He, it's going to be good. Um, could we see any other like surprise collaborations on the tour from other artists, perhaps? I, I really hope so. I, you know, I, I hope kind of time works in our favor you know, and scheduling so that we can we can have friends come out and play with us. That'd be really good. Um, <laughs> is the set list like totally nailed down, or at this point, it's pretty nailed down? But there's a couple songs that we may add to it that aren't released yet. So uh-huh. we're gonna see. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, does that mean that you might play actual new material that people haven't heard? Yeah, yeah. I wanna. I wanna. I'm hoping to release a you know a song within the next you know few months would be would be really nice. Like a brand new song that's Poss- not from the Poss- current album. Yeah, yeah, possibly. You're moving too quickly. <laughs> we're only we were only two singles in on the current album. Uh, well, I know we d- we're just trying to figure out like if what the right single is from you know, from if the it's album. from Illuminate or if it's a new or if single. it's just yeah. something new. Yeah, you know there are no rules anymore. There's no rules, and I think like you, if you're creating music, you love the song. Holding it back is just doing it injustice. You know, um, sometimes when the song is right for that time period yeah it's just it's just kind of bad to, to let it wait and then when you do release it you know eight months down the road it's not it's the same not the same yeah and you may not feel the same way about the exactly. song exactly you might not want to play it as, as well as you would have right. so that i kind of think about that a lot too hmm. um might you do like covers of other people on the tour oh yeah i'm sure i'll do i'll do a few covers i want to do like a country song cover Ooh, like what like like old country or no like country? hunter hayes like i okay. want crazy <laughs> okay all right i thought you're gonna say you know like kenny rogers yeah back in the 70s. garth brooks garth brooks garth, well garth brooks isn't that old yeah you could right. you could maybe pull off the could, thunder rolls i could maybe? try my best yeah i don't know maybe yeah i mean i could could I you b- b- could it. you fly over the audience like garth used to do no like way. on wires no way so there will, there will be no flying no for flying you. i could not do the flying pyro uh uh smoke fog we'll have fog a sean hologram possibly possibly <laughs> really we have honestly some really amazing production stuff happening uh new technology so i'm really really excited for it is that unusual for you because it seems like your show is like usually kind of like a sort of a not bells and whistles affair it is it is very much like that but it's like uh has to do with me do you know what i mean right. we're not going outside the box we're like staying within but just enhancing it right um um let's see I was gonna ooh, very important things regarding the tour. Translation, these are silly questions. No worries. <laughs> um do you get a tour bus to yourself? Uh, I do not. You who who do you share it with? I share it with uh you, my manager, security, uh sound engineer. So you're not sharing it like with the band necessarily? 
No, but I totally would. There's nothing wrong with the band. No, no. The band and are also, all completely nice guys. They're, maybe they're, they might be outside <laughs> no, this room. They're not right now. They're not. Um, now you can talk I, about Yeah, it. I have an extra <laughs> bus, though, for recording. So we, there will be another, oh, wow. another bus, yeah. That's cool. Is, and that's, is that what you did the last time you were out on the road? No, I've never done that before. So I'm excited to see kind of how that plays out. Wow. Yeah. It's, it, it, you would think on the one hand it'd be like inspiring to have that always available to you on the road. And because you're seeing and experiencing different things every night, that would maybe help you with the writing. Totally. And a lot of the time you, you start writing and then you're like, oh, I don't, I can't record it easily. And right. you know, like when you have a studio bus, there's like a whole setup in there. Yeah. And, be and like, the band is there with you. Yep. And they're there with me. Exactly. So exactly. I have professional musicians. <laughs> I I've got professional athletes. help. Yeah. Professional musicians to kind of come in and lay down whatever. Um, <clears> is <throat> the bus like totally like tricked out? Like with um, bells and whistles. I think it's, I think it's a pretty cool studio bus. Yeah. Like it's definitely like a legitimate place. And, and is the bus that you, the other, the other bus. Oh, it's pretty, it's pretty average. It's pretty average. <laughs> it's like your, your average bus. Yeah. The, the typical bus that we would see on TV. Yeah. You have a tiny little cot. In yeah. The cube, yeah. Basically. Totally. Exactly. But they're nice. They're, I sleep well in there. Yeah. Um, how much downtime do you have when you're actually on the road? Do you have like, cause the show is like, you know, it's like a hours. show and then. A day off, and then maybe two shows, and then two days off. You know, kind of works like one day off, one show, two days off, two shows, that type of thing. Right. What do you do when you're not like when you're when you're not on stage and you're not in rehearsal, you're not doing soundcheck? What are you actually doing with your time? I I I honestly just doing press. Yeah, doing press. (laughs) Um, Meet and greets. Yeah. yeah. I like like when I'm when I'm on show days, I watch a lot of Netflix or uh, you know we have a ping pong table, we do ping pong tournaments. Um, and then on off days, I kind of just, I love just waking up in a new city and like finding the nearest gym and then, uh, finding a basketball court and like, going to lunch just with the crew and stuff like very, sounds very average, but it's cool in every city. It's different. It's, it's good to keep yourself sort of like grounded with normal stuff. Totally. I mean, yeah. there's not much you can do in like Idaho. You no, there's lots up. to do in well, Idaho. There's lots to do. I just have no idea what to do. So I just right. find the nearest gym. And, and, and if you're only there for like a day, it's like, yeah. what can you, it's like, yeah. Yeah. You only have so much time. Exactly. Um, what's on your tour writer? And for people that are listening, that means basically the list of things that Sean asks for we, like, in his dressing room to eat. Basically. We have a bunch of stuff on it, but the one thing is my, my tour manager added a cutout, the, a life-size cutout of one of the people from my label, just like as the very bottom of the thing. Okay. And so we thought it was never going to happen. We actually walked in today. They had and it. in our dressing room, there's a huge face of, uh, of someone I work with his name, Steve Rowan, on, on, on our wall. See, they were reading the writer. Yeah. It's just a trick to see if they're actually paying attention. It's a trick to see if they're paying attention and also see how far they're willing to go. Well, they went, see, for you, they're willing to go that and far. It was, and it's so funny to walk in and see that. Um, Mercy is huge right now on Billboard's yeah. charts. Uh, and it must be really cool to see how well it's connected with people. Um, has it surprised you how well the song is done? Or yeah, I mean, I have no, I, I never have an idea how a song's going to do. I can just hope for the best, kind of, and I'm just so happy people react to Mercy. And the best is live. Live people just like have a really, really, really re- react to it. It seems like a, a song that you would want to like bring out like a gospel choir on. That sort of totally, yeah. yeah. And I, I definitely will one day. I'm just waiting for that day. <laughs> yeah, L- later on. Come yeah. by to the Billboard Music Awards. You can make that exactly. Happen. They, we, yeah, yeah. I'm not like brokering that deal or anything. <laughs> no, I'm know, like booking you now for that. Yeah. Um, well, this has been great, Sean. Thank you. Nice Thank to you. see you again. You too. And uh, have a great year. You too. I know I can treat you better than he can and any guy like you. Thanks again, Sean, for uh, letting us talk to you. <laughs> um, make sure to check out his brand new single, There's Nothing Holding Me Back, which arrives at midnight on 
Thursday morning, I believe, April 20th in North oh. America. Uh, it's a little bit, there's a twist here. Um, and then one day later in the rest of the world. So North America seems to get it on Thursday, and then everyone else gets it on Friday. But keep it secret, North America. But keep it secret. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, and make sure to catch Sean on tour. The Illuminate World Tour starts April 27th and reaches North America on July 8th. And now, Keith keeps talking, um, it, it's now time for the chart stat of the week. <laughs> uh, ten years ago this week, uh, everything Timbaland touched turned to chart gold. As the super producer hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100, dated April 21st, with his song, Give It To Me, featuring Nelly Furtado and Justin Timberlake. The song spent a total of two weeks at number one and marked Timbaland's only number one as a lead act on the chart. He also scored a number one as the featured act on Nelly Furtado's Promiscuous, which Timbaland also produced. Um, Between mid-2006, which is when Promiscuous came out, and mid-2008, Timbaland produced a dozen top ten hits on the Hot 100, from Promiscuous and Sexy Back for Justin Timberlake to 50 Cent's AO Technology and Madonna's Four Minutes. Um, also all with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Timberlake himself also helped out on a lot of these tracks. He guested on and co-wrote both AO and Four Minutes. There's a common thread here in a lot mm-hmm. of these tracks, Justin Timberlake. Uh, further, during this particularly busy time for Timbaland, he worked with a diverse range of acts. Everyone was trying to get on the Timbaland train, um, including Bjork, Duran Duran, MIA, and New Kids on the Block. I remember that Chris Cornell song, too, with Timbaland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was probably the same that, that, time. There, there, was, there was just that moment where everyone was like... Yeah. Hey, Timbo. Well, I mean, what he did for One Republic when that was their first single, Apologize. Well, they, he basically, I think, took their single. And zh- Timbaland-ified it. Timbaland-ed it. <laughs> he Timbaland-ed it. Blended. And it was a massive hit. And then it became a huge hit. Um, and that actually stopped at number two on the Hot 100. Ooh. Sorry, Ryan Tedder. Uh, and I think that was actually Timbaland featuring One Republic. Oh, is that how they did it? Even, yeah. Oh, it's a great song. In, interesting, huh? Um, anyway, so there you have it. Ten years ago this week, Timbaland was king of the Hot 100 with Give It To Me. All righty. Any parting words, Katie? We are at that time again where it's the end of the show. It feels like maybe, you know, we need to listen to a Timbaland song now. We Ooh. already probably got a little taste of Give It To Me, so let's do something else. Would you like to do a Timbaland production? <laughs> so, oh, like... Um, like something he did for Missy Elliott, or... Oh, well, I love all of those. Or or Aaliyah. Ooh, yeah, which Aaliyah track? Um, did he, did, well, it depends on which one you want to pick. Well, I like all of them. Um, one in a million. I was thinking more did he like do one in a million? I don't know if he did that. Yeah, I was thinking um, try again. I love that song. All right. Well, we we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.